0: Thank you so much for joining with me today. I'm Dale, and this is The Word Podcast, uh, just where we do a very simple thing. We look at the Word of God. You would think that everybody would be doing that, but that's getting more and more to be a rare event nowadays. People will use the Word, yeah. They'll read a scripture passage, and then they'll jump off and say, well, let me explain what this means, and then they'll do this, and they'll do that, and they use the text as a pretext. And, boy, that is just so undermined the kingdom of God and harm the body of Christ. And so uh, we just simply, in a very short time period here, just want to read it and say, Lord, what does this mean? What does it have to say to us? So what we've been looking at of late have been the Feast of the Lord. And we've looked at the first four feasts that Jesus fulfilled, and these are the Spring Feasts. We're now looking at the Fall Feast. And then we're going to look at a little subject matter here in a couple of episodes that sort of show us how we can use these feasts to get more insight into what's happening. Because you see them mentioned all the time in the New Testament. You'll see where Jesus is uh, in Jerusalem, or he's somewhere, and they'll say, uh, it was the Feast of Unleavened Bread, or it was the time of the Passover. Well, that's really important markers, okay? It's really important for us to understand what's happened. Well, the feast that we're, uh, we've reached today is the one that uh, you've probably heard the most about from the Old Testament and the New Testament, and it's the Day of Atonement, okay? The Feast of, day, of the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, and you'll hear it in the media, uh, when Yom Kippur comes, they acknowledge it and, and will cut away the video and things being done in Jerusalem. So let's look in Leviticus chapter 23, uh, verses, uh, beginning with verse 26. The Lord actually gives a lot of detail about this one. Verse 26 says this, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, here's 27, on exactly the tenth day of this seventh month is the day of atonement. <laughs> and I love that the Lord is saying exactly on this day precisely on this day is when you're supposed to do it. I'll continue for a 27. It shall be a holy convocation for you and you shall humble your souls and present an offering by fire to the Lord and that humble your souls. And it's mentioned two or three times here, uh, seems to connote the idea of that. It's a time of fasting. Okay. A time of fasting. So he says this exactly on the 10th day, this month, it's going to be a holy convocation. You shall humble your soul and you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord's for this sacrifice. Verse 28, you shall not do any work on this same day for it is a day of atonement to make atonement on your behalf before the Lord, your God. And so uh, Yom Kippur literally means this. Yom means day Kippur, Kippur means atonement or covering. This is a day of covering. And people say, oh, well, this is when the uh, priest went into the Holy of Holies and uh, and brought the blood of the sacrifice, and it uh, forgave the sins of all the people, the home of the people. Well, yes, sort of, but not exactly. The Day of Atonement and the blood does not provide the forgiveness of sin. It's the covering of sin, okay, the covering of sin. And there's a real distinction with that, which perhaps we'll chase some other time. But just remember this, the day of atonement covers the sin. So to make atonement, to make covering on your behalf before the Lord your God. Verse 29, if there is any person who will not humble himself on this same day, he shall be cut off from his people. Verse 30, as for any person who does any work on this same day, that person I will destroy from among His people. So you see that the Lord is quite serious about this day, about what He wants to happen on this day, what He wants to communicate, what He wants them to do. It's to be a a holy day, a Sabbath day. They're to come before Him in humility, okay? They are to uh, fast, they're to present an offering, they're to do no work. If somebody will not humble themselves, they're cut off from the people. If somebody does work on that day, He's destroyed among the people. So if you don't humble yourself, you're separated from the people. But if you don't, if you work on that day, he's going to destroy you. (laughs) So you see the Lord quite serious about it. The last two verses here, verse 31, you shall do no work at all. It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. Then verse 32, it is to be a Sabbath of complete rest to you. And you shall humble your souls. On the ninth of the evening, a uh, month at evening, from evening unto evening, you shall keep your Sabbath. So this is the only one of the feast where it seems that the Lord is calling for them to fast. This is the one where He's saying, "I really want you to humble yourself and sacrifice before Me." and realize what occurs here and what the picture of this Day of Atonement is. Uh, There's uh, The shofar's horn was blown. If you remember, the Day of Atonement ends what is referred to as the 10 days of uh, all, from the first day of the month to the 10th day of the month, from the beginning of the new year, the blowing of the trumpet, the Feast of the Trumpets, to Yom Kippur. There's a 10-day period where the people were called uh, to repent where they were called to consider their lives, where they were called to say, where do I stand before the most high God? Again, I believe that there are pictures right here. I believe there's pictures and typological type of things and foreshadowings of what's going to occur when the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. When you read the scriptures and you read the things that are said about his coming again, and you read it uh through the lens of the understanding of the feast of the Lord, you're not going to believe the illumination and the enlightenment and the revelation that the Lord will bring forth. I'll well, tell you what, as I always say, take this before the Lord, read the Scriptures, go back and read all of Leviticus 23, look what He says about this, and look at the flow of it, and as we uh, apply this more and more to the totality of His Word, I think you'll be amazed at what He reveals to us. Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>